TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right. Attempted to be replicated, but never duplicated. It's the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500. And of course, you can find us online at scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? I am wonderful. I love doing this show. I love every single Thursday night. And we also welcome in our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And folks, if you are not familiar, then shame on you, because they have not one but two of the best bottles shops here in the Twin Cities. They are located in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd and in White Bear Lake. I call that the new store at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And Ryan is here this evening. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Reavers. You know, I call the new store the web store. This is what we launched oh. just a few a few months ago. Like the third leg I'm of the triad. I'm such an idiot. Of course that's the new store. You're exactly <laughs> I, right. I know, I know it's not nearly as well known, but it's building. And it's been yeah. really, really cool to see. It's been live now for about three months. And through that web store, you can either uh, have pick up at our Minneapolis location and, and build your order in advance and we'll pick it for you and you can pay for it. And then you just come in and grab it. Of course, we have to ID you, but you can also have it delivered, and we have that done by Postmates, so that's an option at checkout, and that comes directly from the Minneapolis store. So the closer you are to the Minneapolis store, the cheaper that delivery fee is. For sure. But it's super convenient. People are loving it. Um, I mean, honestly, on average, we're seeing people get their their deliveries within 30 minutes, maybe an hour. I remember a couple of weeks ago when I placed my order, I think it was 35 minutes from the Minneapolis store. That's that's insane. That's that's great. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's really convenient. It's really slick, fast. There's so many different reasons to like this. But what I really like right now about this time of year is for your parties. Oh, right? for sure. I mean, we've got this weather going on. You never really know what's going to happen. Uh, but what you can do with the web store is just go on there, build your order. I mean, you might <laughs> you but, might literally have, you know, $150 worth of stuff that you need, which is kind of a pain in the butt to to go shop for yourself, to lug home yourself, bring it in your house. Well, especially have if you're someone friend. like me that has a couple of kids at home. I don't want to buckle them all in and then have to drive. I, exactly. That's exactly what this yeah, was. He's going for. to the liquor store again, kids. <laughs> Get in buckle the car. up. Yeah. I mean, it's buckle enough, yourselves it's, in. It's tough enough to do this even during the summer if you're having a party, but yeah. with, with the winter conditions, you just never know. So I tell people, handle it that way. Let us help. You handle it, For and sure. uh, it takes a lot of that time and a lot of that energy out of the picture. And if so, you've never tried this, you could download the app right now. And if you put in Beer Show while you're checking out, right, yeah, right now. on a Thursday, mm-hmm. they get, what, $3 off? Yeah, you get, you get uh, $3 towards your delivery. Uh, so that's that goes a long way because these fees typically are not very high. I mean, mm-hmm. most people that are delivering, uh, getting delivery from our Minneapolis store that live in Minneapolis, St. Paul, some of those nearby suburbs, I mean, it's 5 to 10 bucks, maybe. Yeah, so, like so half of it almost with the 3 bucks. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So give it a try. As you mentioned, we have an app for both uh, Android and Apple. If you go to your app store and search uh, Elevated Beer, that's typically the fastest way to pull that up. You can have it on your phone, easy to use right then and there. Or if you'd like, you can go through our website. Or you can go directly to the uh, the web store itself, which is elevated.shop. That easy. So, and, and checking out, if you write, I want to meet Chris Reavers, he'll send you a headshot based on the order. Maybe we should stock 
Reaver's headshot. Now that's not a that's, bad idea. Sure, and if something I, shirtless. But you have to well, oh, be careful. <laughs> but you have to buy me a free growler. Okay, there or you not go. a growler, done. a crawler, a yeah, free growler. Okay, okay. So that is one of the uh, things. In all seriousness, that's one of the things that I think really separates you guys and makes you one of the best bottle shops here in the Twin Cities. Is 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 avenues like this that you guys have taken. It's a progressive idea that you guys thought of, and I think that that's what separates you. In addition to the, the weekly guests that you guys book out, because you guys really focus on quality and. And, and 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 really kind of trying to cast a wide net to serve a lot of good people here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, you know, and and the, the guests we have in studio with us tonight are no exception to that. You know, a lot of a lot of people have kind of heard about the haze craze and everything going on with hazy beers, but we've had another craze that has sort of developed in 2019, and that is the NA craft beer craze. And leading that pack and uh, and and local favorites, we have Hairless Dog here in the studio with with us tonight. We've got Jeff and Paul. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Good to see you again. Good Gentlemen, you thank you very much for coming back. So I teased you in the green room about this. So you guys were on the show, Was it, how, how long ago was that? Six months, a year ago? Yeah, about it's spring, I want to say. Okay, so you guys came on the show, which I thought was it's a, a really cool concept because I personally think that there is a, a, a giant demand for this style of non-alcoholic craft beer. It's literally one of the biggest questions I get via email all the time from people that listen to the show because we have a lot of fans that either want it to kind of mix in throughout the course of their session or are just people that no longer want to drink, you know, alcoholic beverages, but still want to be kind of a part of the craft beer craze. So you guys were nice enough to send me home with a six pack of NA beer and you'll have to remind me it was in back in when you guys uh, exclusively did bottles. So I bring that shortly thereafter to, I believe it was my cousin's graduation party. My father uh, quit drinking 30 years ago, and my uncle quit drinking, my godfather quit drinking uh, roughly 15 years ago. I brought it to this party, and both of them said, I poured it for them, you know, because I'm a bartender. Sure. I got this, you know. And both of them said, well, I can't drink this. It's got, I, No, dummies. It's, it's, it's N.A. Trust me. They didn't believe it. That's how good it was to them because they, you know, they're used to drinking Bush NA or or mm-hmm. O'Doul's or whatever. But they they were so convinced that I was trying to get them. You know, they didn't believe it. Yeah, it, we've that's awesome. I love that story. We hear that all the time. Um, in fact, when we do, uh, we've done a few tastings at Elevated, and 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 when we're there, we we like to just say, hey, take a guess how much alcohol is in this, and when we're kind of chatting with the customers, and well, I don't know, six percent, eight percent. I'm like. You win. Right. We love it. <laughs> um, but no, that's great. I mean, that's exactly what we're out to do. You know, um, our favorite beers are, are always, you know, um, you know, full bodied and bold. And, and, uh, and that's exactly what we set out to do with Airless Dog. So when you guys first developed this product, the two that you brought in the last time we were in the studio was, am I mistaken? Was one of them a blonde? Uh, was it a, yeah, that, that would have been our, uh, our, I guess a, an iteration of our, our Citra Lager, which gotcha. is going to be coming out in, in February. Okay, so yeah. that's the one I brought uh, to, to, to this yeah. party. And again, they were both convinced that it was, there's no way that this is non alcoholic. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so it was, Love it was that. really cool. And I, and they both live in, you know, one lives in Faribault, one lives in Oatana. So I said, they go, this is great. Where's it located? I go, Minneapolis. So, okay, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I, I have to imagine that that's really what you, you set out on when you kind of came to, came to this project way back when. We did. We, uh, 
we wanted to create a, an NA beer that could stand up next to all the other good craft beers that everybody was having. And we wanted to speak more to a, you know, we wanted to be the, a beer drinker's NA beer that, that spoke to craft beer lovers, not just to people who, you know, couldn't. You know, we wanted people to drink it more for what it was instead of what it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to create a product that people would feel comfortable in a social situation with, you know, no matter where you were. So people weren't looking at you as the outsider when mm-hmm. you went out to a bar or to a party or to any of these other things. We wanted to provide a product that not only looked cool, that people felt comfortable having in their hand, but again, tasted great and could stand up next to these other beers so that if you were going out and you wanted to mix one or two in, as you're saying, as Jeff says, it is much cheaper than an Uber ride. Paul, let's talk about this. Like, where do you envision this being drank, drunk, drinked? Uh, I mean, are, is everywhere. it after my gym? Is it before <laughs> I go work out? Is it, oh, I'm, uh, it's a uh, quick happy hour after work, but I want to get home to the kids. I mean, where do you see this being your number one you just said it before. You don't mm-hmm. want to be the guy holding the NA where everyone looks at it. It's like, oh, he's in treatment, right? Right. You want to be the, hey, I want one of these, but I'm going to run. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have two beers in me and want to go lay down. That's, that's, uh, people know this. I don't love drinking during the day because I hate being tired at four o'clock at night. Right. Right. So I don't drink during the day, but I could absolutely see what having one of these saying, oh, I'm getting this flavor of beer that I love. But I don't get the, oh man, I got to go lay down. Yeah. You certainly could. It's, you know, in any situation like that where you need to be, alert, you mm-hmm. know, but you still want to have, you know, the taste of a couple of good beers in you. Um, if you're a first responder, if you're on call as a doctor, you mm-hmm. know, if you got to drive the kids to school, if you got to drive your friends home from the bar, anywhere, you know, if you're going out, you got a business meeting that you want to go to, you're having a dinner. It's it's made to be a social product. So anywhere in your life that you would have a craft beer, this is made to be there with you. I have another demographic, and you guys have probably already thought of this, but I'm going to think it's really smart <laughs> and, and, and ingenious. But I've spent several years in the service industry, and I envision something like this as I need to have one bef- either before or when my shift is done. Because sometimes, you know, when you're done working at five o'clock in the morning, you do want to have one because it's just that calming effect. But this is absolutely something that I would have if I got done with a long bartending shift. And a lot of people that work in that industry maybe have given up alcohol for whatever the reason might be. But I have a, I have a feeling that that might be a big, a big trigger for that industry as well. I like it. I like it. In fact, we do hear a lot from the service industry uh, typically in dry January. Yep. A lot of bartenders mm-hmm. and people in the service industry are like, hey, you know what? You You totally saved us this January. And uh, so that's great to hear. And I think too, that um, Paul touched on it earlier when, you know, you're, we've all been there. I think when you're out for the night, the inclination is to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, you just don't want to stop. Right. But you, you, you need a safe ride home or you are, maybe you got a big meeting the next day, like Paul said, or you, or you just don't want to feel like crap. Yeah. Right. 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 So, so this allows you to continue doing what you're doing. You stay at the show, you stay out with your friends, you, what, or what, whatever. And, uh, and you still are, are able to, um, you know, make sense of the next morning. Have you guys taken this January, dry January as your big marketing push? Because that is, it's becoming a big thing. I mean, even Ryan, I think last year said, yeah, we've seen some people saying I'm giving up in January, right? I'm going to be sober all January. I mean, that's a pretty strong marketing message. Like this is your January beer because all you have to do is get people to try it once. And they're like, oh, wait, it's going to be my February beer too. Or it's going to be my one in every five beer beer, which yeah. would be pretty good. Yeah. Well, people are definitely surprised like when they try it for the first time, like for something like dry January, mm-hmm. when people give it a shot and they come back and they're like, whoa, I had no idea. 
So, yeah, we, there are a lot of people that learn about us through Dry January. It is a big month for us, mm-hmm. you know. But then uh, now then someone was telling us last year about, oh, you haven't heard about Mindful March? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Trust me, we have. We're going to also figure out something for September, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sober October. Yeah. And I think there's one more, actually. I'm like, whoa. A th- uh, like, it's like a third of the year is, yeah, is, is perfect is, for is you dry guys. now. Yeah. I, but I mean, again, we're just out to make a great craft product, uh, you know, that, that we ourselves love. And we know that if we love it, then others will too, mm-hmm. you know? Well, you guys have hit on the fact that you really want this to be something that, that really integrates into the craft beer culture from just a, a look perspective, uh, a branding perspective. And you guys have really done a great job with that. I mean, even since last time, Reavers, mm-hmm. that you're talking about that they had bottles in here, I feel like the cans have stepped that up even more. Do you ever get anyone that that doesn't realize they're buying an NA beer because it does look and taste so much like what they expect uh you know the, as far as from a you know the can perspective it, it was a big uh jump for us because you know something about holding that frosty can in your hand it just was i think it resonated really well for the for, for hairless dog but um yeah i mean people are i think when they buy this they know what they're getting but they truly like i i have people all the time say you know i carry it around at parties and people are like oh i've never tried that one before mm-hmm. and they 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 it it just gets lumped into the craft beer world no one even distinguishes it as a zero zero product yeah which is interesting. It's fascinating. So Phenomenal, yeah. we knew that we wanted to make something that when you're carrying it around at a party, um, it doesn't scream, look at me. Um, and, uh, you know, and it, we, we, we just wanted it to reflect the attitude of the brand. It's their know? number one consumer re- complaint, though, is they get messages all the time on Facebook saying, I had eight of your hairless dogs and I was totally sober. <laughs> yeah. I can't I believe it. Home. My God, I could even do a handstand. Or worse if they got an email that said they got too drunk off of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the placebo effect, yeah. Yeah, like at a college party. Uh, hairless Dog Brewing Company is the guest here on the beer show. Two tastings this weekend, right. per usual, will take place at both elevated locations this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. Yeah. at the Minneapolis location and this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake location. I have a feeling that these are going to be well attended just because, again, this is that time of the year where a lot of people are entertaining or, for me, I'm going to pick up a six pack of this when my when my dad's coming over because I have to, you know, I have a lot of mouths to feed and a lot of people to entertain. Well, and- we, we strategically set this up. For that reason, right? You know, we were we were talking after the last show about how well it went, the tastings went great, and we we're like, we have to we have to put this on people's radars for the holidays. For sure. Dry January, great, you know. Yep. But there's so many people that are gonna find a place for this within their their hosting set, whatever they're gonna be purchasing. And this tasting, these tastings that you'll be able to attend at both elevateds this weekend are a really cool opportunity to try something very different that maybe you would never try mm-hmm. unless uh, unless you had this opportunity and then once you do you start to understand why these guys are talking about the the what I think is the phenomenal aspect of this in that people are integrating these into their their evenings as they're drinking uh, regular uh, craft beer as well so um, it doesn't take much I feel like, you know, these samplings go a long way and I'm really excited about them this week. So Ryan, I wanted to mention too, because, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw a bouquet to you guys, this NA coffee stout that you guys had me try. This is incredible. This is because I'm a big coffee stout guy and, and I've become a bigger fan of stouts, especially when there's blowing snow and it's, but you know what, cold outside, this is a legit <laughs> stout. And I, I, I absolutely love this. And again, had you not told me that it was 0.0%, I never would have believed you because this is incredible. Thank you. We, uh, as with all of our other beers, what we did is we kind of, we started with what was a good, you know, 
coffee stout experience? What was everybody kind of looking for in that experience? And we went backwards from there instead of saying what elements go into it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's how we've developed all of our beers. And so I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that you that you like it that much. We used a, a small producer that we found. We spent a lot of time picking out the coffee and... It was a long process. This was one of the favorites back. We used to have this back in the bottles, too. And okay. then uh, kind of rebirthing this then through this process, you know, on much bigger machinery with much higher capacity. Um, it took a little, it took a little, you know, with the other ones. We've, we've, tweaked the, we've tweaked the formulation a little bit here and there as we've come to market. And we've gotten some customer feedback. But the coffee stout really is kind of coming. This is brand new, first First generation out of the batch, and, and we're nice. really happy with it, so we do appreciate it. Shout out to the coffee company. Who did you guys use for this? Because, this, like I said, this is really legit. Uh, they are called Mission Coffee, and it's a really small, it's a proprietary blend that they put together for us. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But, again, really good beer. So, answer me this, because you guys are obviously part of the sales team of this. You guys are the owner's sales team. Do you have a distributor? I, you do, correct? Yeah, we have a few, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, if I'm at a stadium, and I go up, and it's the third quarter, and they say, up. Uh, Beer sales are off, and I'm livid, livid. I would still like the flavor of a beer because now I've been drinking beer. Is that? Are you guys in any stadiums? I mean, that could be a very large segment. I would never buy a Bush NA. Just never would do it. Right. right? I would never say, okay, I'm switching to a $13 Bush NA. I would buy a Craft NA because yeah. uh, is that something you've been able to catch on with? Well, uh, as you can imagine, uh, getting into stadiums is not always easy. Mm-hmm. It takes some heavy lifting. Uh, the uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, it's something we've been working on for a while. It's very close. the The sporting community and and the, and has been, um, you know, especially the Vikings. Can we even say that we were? No, all right. We had the uh, we did have it was at the uh, Viking Stadium for for an event, and honestly, it just it was it was just perfect, and people cool. loved it, and they drank it at, at this event as if it were, uh, uh, you know, you know, with with uh, it was in a, in a uh, private area, or private something. area. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm saying it's sweet. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, we're working on it. I mean, I could imagine. The people who run those venues would love to offer an alternative with great taste that could still command a big price, right? It's not a, a macro NA. It's a micro craft NA. So when we charge you nine bucks for it, you're going to still be happy because it has so a bunch of flavor. This is actually Mike's way of saying, get a suite already so that we can come yes, hang out with you guys. During we'll walk around with a few of them, hand them out to people. Well, actually, no. To hell with that. Dave St. Peter, I know you listen. Get stuff at the oh, yeah. Dave, we are just dying to talk to you. We have been working on, on the various mechanisms that go around getting into stadiums. And like you say, we get a lot of positive feedback. It's just a matter of getting it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each one of these organizations and all of them around are, are also very concerned about their customers at their stadium sure. and offering a product to help them drive home. Absolutely. <laughs> Safely uh, yeah. is a liability issue yeah. for them, too. And so you guys will have to be careful as brewers, because if I recall way, way back when, when 612 Brewery was in here and they got into the Viking Stadium and they said, oh, yeah, every beer we made went to the Viking Stadium yep. for a while. And it yep. nearly destroyed them because right. I think they lost focus on quality at that point. It, Ryan, maybe fill us in on that story if you remember that. As I recall, they it was one of those situations where they had a a buyer at the stadium that wasn't doing the best job of inventory, inventory management. Oh, so someone's and getting so old get, and yeah. yeah, they got kind of hung out to dry with a lot of product. I yeah. don't, I don't know how. That but it was any other skeletons in the closet you well, want to air out? Here no, no, but it, it was like all of their production was going. <laughs> no, and I know they, what and, you're saying. You know, yeah. every uh, and it sucked a lot of their uh, their uh, ability to produce for their off sale and, and on market. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, it annoyed yeah. a lot of people, and that yeah. could easily be. I mean, if you went into a Vikings game and you 
you know, they sold 8,000 beers that day or whatever it is. Right. It's a lot of beer all what, of a What a way to go down, though. Yes, Think about yeah. that. <laughs> Business we, is so great. We're out of dollar it. Signs. We sold so many beers at the Vikings it game. Yeah, us, but you, you don't want to be at one under. Vikings game. I don't game. know how that You happened. want to be at every Vikings <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, and yeah. if you sell it the first time and right. you can't get it back, you're done. You know, that's the then they're done with you, I think. Yeah, we're working yeah. on it. It's very uh, near and dear to our heart. So well, one we have, year from now, we'll, we have we'll expect that, it. As you're saying, that, that story is, is relatively infamous. And so sure. we have kept that on our radar. And that's one of the advantages that we have in our business setup is that excuse me the capability to grow that fast and scale up to meet the capacity that we need so that we're not running out sure great. hairless dog brewing company the guest here so ryan i want to switch back to the the whole idea of na craft beer because as a guy that owns two retail locations obviously you've seen a demand for this type of product on your shelves for quite some time since we since we've opened i've been surprised at at the amount of of na beer that we were selling Right. And at a premium. And, and, and this kind of seemed like it was an inevitability. I'm just gl- I'm just really glad that it happened locally and that in that hairless dog is yep. able to to kind of, again, lead the charge on this. But, yes, there's been a major uptick in 2019 for a lot of the reasons that we've talked about to this point. And, and now it's, it's really become a category unto itself. And, and people come to our stores specifically for the amount of selection that they can get in the N.A. craft beer Field. So, how has that been for you guys? Uh, I mean, are, are you seeing uh, fierce competition? Is there a camaraderie like there is with the rest of the craft beer scene? What is what's the, your your sense of the rest of the industry right now? It's still it's still early on, so that a lot of people are still kind of trying to figure their stuff out. But it's 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 very collaborative, and I will say one of the reasons that it that it has been so strong here in, in the Twin Cities area is because of Ryan and and people like Elevated who got out front of it and mm-hmm. did really promote it as a viable you know as a viable way to do some business um because that's not always the case we don't have a lot of luck getting somebody to give up a tap line you know for a for an na beer but when someone like ryan at elevated gets out in front of a trend like this it does turn into something legitimate and so that's cool we do have to say thanks a lot to to them for working on it but we yeah we it's it's reflected in our in our orders as well it is a you know i i think i saw that uh Heineken was saying that they're planning on doing 20% of their business in their NA side by 2025. You're so kidding me. No, it's coming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 20%? Holy yeah. cow. Well, massive. and that speaks to exactly what you just said a, a couple of minutes ago. And I, I'll be the one to pat you guys on the back, but that's what separates you guys is is looking, you know, looking bigger picture and seeing things just like Hairless Dog and knowing and, you know, that I'd, people I'd, want it. I'd love to take all the credit, but, you know, we did, it, was, you it, it was a collaborative <laughs> effort. I mean, you, you guys your opportunity, man. Too, take it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you know what Ryan did? He ordered it and then someone came in and bought it. Then he reordered it and then someone came in and bought more of it. It was amazing. It is, you know, it's like being in a band though like if nobody if nobody gives your band a place to play nobody's gonna know if you're any good or not so you gotta have a venue that's gonna take a chance on you and they took a chance on us and it's Mm -hmm. and it's paid off for them i hope as well as it's paid off that's what elevated has been known for i mean when he started when he started the show seven years ago we would have brewers on that made four cases of beer and elevated got three of them Mm -hmm. i mean it was you were selling crawlers yeah. for stores. I mean, yeah. it was for breweries. It was still amazing. Do. Still yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, it's people making very, very small batches, getting on the shelf, and that's what puts them head and shoulders above everyone yeah. else. And this, this has been a really cool movement to be a part of. It's It's been great to work with you guys in the capacity that we have. I think we were your first account. Yeah, you, the you were. I was going to mention so. that. You guys were the first place I stopped by. Somebody... When we first started getting out there in social media and just kind of getting the word out a little bit and, we, you know, and we were hand stickering uh, bottles and stuff like that and just trying to make a name for ourselves. And we knew we had a a, a good product. And uh, 
but you know, we're it was still people thought we were a little little crazy um, for for trying this. And then um, elevator, I, I, elevator was the first sales call I made after someone reached out on t- through social media and said, "You guys, you got to talk to Elevated." So I walked in there and talked with uh, Jim, yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Dude, this is awesome." He's like, "I got to get this in in front of uh, Ryan right away." That's and, really uh, cool. And then he was like. And make an IPA. Yeah, he did. He did. He said, he goes, if I can just give you guys one bit of advice, your your hairless dog is great, but you got to have an IPA. So when we were like, hey, man, when we make the switch to cans, let's uh, let's let's get an IPA out Let's there talk first. about that IPA, because I'm drinking one right Hold now. On. Tell us about it. Oh. Let's, let's, let's hang do on we to have that some, thought. Oh, is it a teaser? Yeah, we, we do have to take a teaser, because <laughs> unfortunately in the radio biz and in the podcasting biz, you do have to step aside for just a brief moment. And by the way, what in God's name would you know about bands and music, by the way, anyway? Um, <laughs> Hairless Dog is the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits, and two tastings per usual. It's the double Beer Show featured tasting this Friday. That would be tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location, and then this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake location. You can find more online at elevatedbws.com and also on Twitter at elevatedbws and at elevatedwbl on Twitter. We'll step aside for just a brief moment. Do not touch that radio dial. You're listening to the Beer Show live on Score North on 1500 and, of course, online. We are scorenorth.com. Our beverage labeling experts. If you need a rush order of custom labels, maybe for a new seasonal brew, well, guess what? Dasco's going to be there and they can help. If you're interested in maybe bringing your beverage labeling in-house, yes, Dasco can help with that as well. My friends at Dasco are going to work with you to maximize your brand potential. They have over 60 years. Yes, six zero. 60 years of experience. They have the expertise that you need to succeed. You can learn more about how they can help you from the creative development to labeling at dasco.com they are a local and family owned and operated company and they are here to help you and your brewery grow check them out online and please do it today dasco.com that's d-a-s-c-o.com they have local labeling solutions for every single thing beverage and boy could they make a really pretty hairless dog uh, label for uh, for all those brand new cans you guys are rolling out right I'm, now i'm sold anybody who's doing anything for 60 years that's oh. who you need to be talking and here's what I love about them, a quick extended plug for Dasco. So they approached me, I don't know, a couple months back. So they've had this great, successful labeling company for 60 years, and there was this team of four beer nerds that said, we want to get into the beer labeling department. That's how nice. it That's how it basically started. Yeah, so nice. it's really cool. And we'll talk to them uh, next week. They're going to bring a brewer on that uh, that they've partnered up with next week. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, Hairless Dog is the uh, the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. We're talking NA beer, Ryan. Yeah, and you know, the last time we had you guys on, there were, you guys had sort of opposing views, I guess. And I know Fred Aloni, you felt strongly about this as well. But no, have there <laughs> been any developments on or or, or plans for a tap room ever? For hairless dog, oh, is yeah. that something we may see down the road, or is that just kind of off the table given the way you guys are going with this? Still opposing views, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, Who, wait, who's winning the opposing view? <laughs> it depends on who you ask. From Got it. Perfect. You know, that's what happy marriages yeah. lead to. Exactly. 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 But, but you know what we did find out is that people around the country that drink hairless dog really want to be a part of the experience. They they want to, you know what I mean? They want to mm-hmm. be. They want to go somewhere. And so we get people like out on the East Coast and West Coast, and, um, and they're like, "Hey, you know, do you have somewhere we can go and and uh, meet you guys and and sort of like a, a tap room?" And I don't, you know, it's, 
We had Next somebody, yeah, we had somebody ask us if we had an event space the other day. You're kidding. So if somebody wants to get married in my backyard. Very, <laughs> very cheap. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it is, it's one of those things that we keep thinking about and that we would like to do, that we absolutely would like to do. But if, if people buy a more hairless dog, it will happen sooner rather than later. How about so that? let me ask you, because uh, how, how long are we into the overall process of when the door is officially open for you guys at Hairless Dog? Yeah, it depends on what you consider opening the doors. <laughs> so we've been, uh, we've we, technically, we've been working at this for close to five years. Okay. Um, and, and Paul's been working on uh, recipes and um, coming back with with different ways of brewing different techniques and then he comes back with like literally like like journals written by by Berkeley about how to da 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 and I was and I was um I'm like okay man well let me know when you've got something yeah. to let me sell. know when I can go sell it because <laughs> right. I don't really care about all that other stuff just make great beer right. for me yeah but we did our first like uh, what we thought was a big batch back then um, of a thousand cases um, and I think it came out last November so that's technically when we uh you know started getting and that's when elevated said yes to us mm-hmm. and uh and then uh we knew that people it was resonating with people people loved the product um we made some tweaks uh we we made the switch to cans uh, you know changed up our our marketing our look um you know our message um and we just knew we wanted to make great beer um we got you know right out of the right out of the gate we made some tweaks a little bit to the IPA and right now it's spot on so mm-hmm. early adapters you know if there's you know um, if you tried us right away, give us another shot because it's it's a lot even lot better. better. Yeah, it's even better. better. Yeah. So let me ask you what might end up being a very loaded question, but that's what I do here. I'm the I'm the hard hitting journalist on this show. But when we you know you 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 phrased this earlier about how you know you're kind of trying to appeal to a guy like me, a guy that's an IPA drinker, but maybe I want something a little bit different throughout the day, or a guy like my dad that doesn't drink anymore but still wants to be you know involved with the party or whatever. What what were some of the challenges maybe in opening up an NA craft brewery that a, a regular brewery wouldn't have faced and, vi- and kind of vice versa were some of the advantages of, of doing that very thing when you guys started on this endeavor close to five years ago, as you said? Well, some of the, the main challenge was the stigma that comes with, with NA beer and quite frankly with um, anything that's an alternative to what just about everybody does is it kind of sets you off as another. Sure. And that is a, the history of NA beer is such as that it came out because of prohibition. And uh, then they were allowed to make beer again, so nobody really looked at NA beer again because mm-hmm. Budweiser was like, hey, it's not going to make any money off of it, so there was no improvement, there was no nothing. And so it grew up with this reputation for being bad. Mm-hmm. And overcoming that reputation for being bad um, was was hard at first. And there's there's still a lot of people who who are just like, why on earth, you know? But there are people like Ryan and other people who uh, enjoy life. You know, it's 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 just it's just something to have for people who don't drink but still enjoy life. Mm-hmm. You know, still you know, enjoy. You, you being have a great tagline that party like there's a tomorrow. Thank you. I think that's a great great. That's trademarked. Yeah, it is. That's, that's a, too bad because that I would have totally stolen that. that. That does kind of sum up exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we want you to be. We want to bring more people out to parties. We mm-hmm. don't want to create others. We want to create everybody. Well, hell yeah, they're going to trademark that. Heineken's going to do twenty yeah. percent of any business <laughs> by the year twenty twenty five. That's There's smart. That. Yeah, I will say this: the one advantage that we do have over uh, a lot of other craft brewers walking into a situation like a liquor store like Ryan's is that there's there's one or two of us, and there's seven eight thousand mm-hmm. IPAs out there. That's so a good it's, point. It's it does have its advantages to it. Well, and especially. Being based right here in the Twin Cities, when you're walking into the the elevateds around around town, it, that's a big selling point for you guys. It's, you're right here in the backyard of all of us. Yeah, and things are moving fast for you guys. I mean, I, I'm just I'm really 
really happy for your, your success and uh, and to be you know some piece of that along the way. But you're, you guys are are growing to a point now where it sounds like you're. You mentioned nationally you have you have consumers, right? So are you guys? How many markets are you in? How far is your reach? How many states? Oh boy! Uh, right now, states wise, we're probably up to about ten. I just looked at the map the other day. Our primary focus is still Midwest, and then we have some out on the West Coast and the East Coast. And that's all through distribution, it's or do the, you ship direct to consumer as well? Both. Both, and and both. you don't have to go through the three tier system, right? Correct. You're a beverage company, not right. a beer company. So, in fact, I've noticed your nutritional content is on the side. It yep. tells it, it tells you everything. Unlike beer, beer doesn't tell you how much sugar is in the beer, and so on. And, and yours does. So you can have any beverage distributor distribute this. You can ship it anywhere. Anyone can buy it from what I understand, right? Yep. There's there's no legality to that. So I mean, there it, there are no uh, barriers to really bringing this out. Other than the fact that people love buying local, and mm-hmm. since you're local, you'll get your biggest bang for your buck here, probably still yes. for a while. Yes. Uh, yep. Absolutely. You know, and from what I understand, and you walk through this with me, Paul, because you're the brewer, it's not easy to make this beer. It's not the. In fact, it's maybe the harder style of beer to make than just having because alcohol hides a lot. From what I understand, yep, it does, and a lot can go wrong in the brewing process when you're making an NA. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. what? I'm curious. Well, bacteria and other such things that that uh, we're subject to a lot of things that that a, an alcoholic based you know alcohol kills a lot of stuff. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that doesn't happen here naturally. So we have to be a lot more careful. There's a much more uh, I don't want to say chemistry set, but much more of a laboratory approach to it. The um, you what know, the, was this beer alcoholed? At never. one point in time, okay. No. So it, it, it's you're not removing the alcohol. Correct. You're just never having the fermentation process create alcohol. Is Correct. that? Yep. How do you do that? Uh, is that some big trade that's secret? That's like seven restaurants. Well, I, mean, I, I assume, I assume man, somebody else knows how to do it. It can't it, be a complete trade secret. You would think so, but if you look around, we're the only one doing it right now. Really? And, okay. Uh, so it, it's not it, that it is. It, it's it's we're unique in that we're the only ones that don't produce the alcohol in the first place, and that's why we. We do put 0.0 ABV all over the place. Because it's truly 0.0. never any in there. It's yeah. a true one. And uh, we we feel that for the integrity of, of the company and for us, if we say we're a non-alcoholic beer, there shouldn't be alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, not and even trace, yeah. that's, it's really important to us to be straight and honest with mm-hmm. our customers because this is, you know, it's a beer for us too. Sure. And so not even kombucha can do that. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So without giving away the the seven herbs and spice, what, what's the KFC line? Without the the recipe of the, I think, s- I think that's it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever herbs it is. Herbs and spices. So, so if you're if you're you 17. know constructing the the list of ingredients, but you're mm-hmm. basically doing you know you got to do the hops and whatever else. I mean, mm-hmm. you're still basically following along the same guidelines, so Correct. to speak. Right. Yep. Okay, yeah. but but there's just one little thing here and there that you're not doing as opposed to a regular a regular brewery. Yep. About six different things. No. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's a lot, but there's yeah, there's that one big thing. But again, you know, we just we what we wanted to do, we sat down and we said, what makes a really great craft beer experience mm-hmm. for you? You know, it's the flavor, it's the aroma, it's the mouth feel, it's the all of these things. And so we went backwards from there and kind of deconstructed that and saw if there was a way that we could reconstruct it without the alcohol instead of removing the alcohol. Because when you take the alcohol out of a finished beer, you destroy the hops and you destroy the mouthfeel. Sure. You know, they were all kind of, of watery and weak to us when we were when we were searching for a product that fit. So you're talking about the initial trial and error when you when you when you started this yeah. process. Yep. yep. Okay. And this was the process that we found that produced a, a full bodied, you know, strong well, strong tasting uh beer that really could stand up next to you know, that Minneapolis is a really strong beer culture. You know, the people here are really smart. It's like going to watch a hockey game. They know how to watch mm-hmm. a hockey game. They know good beer here, right? And so you're not gonna pull a fast one on anyone. And so we wanted to produce a 
a beer here for beer lovers like us here who are used to drinking really good beer, you know, and then let the pieces fall where they do. So uh, I keep going. My mind says, I wonder if they can do a gluten-free NA beer. We can. So you could. We can. So, it's in development. It, yeah. It's in development because yeah. I think that They're would be a natural line it. extension. Here he thought he had a great idea. Well, no, I just thought, <laughs> why, why would that, uh, is the process of the way you're brewing, would that include uh, the ability to do gluten-free without having to remove gluten from, just like you don't have to remove the alcohol yeah. from? It would be gluten-reduced. Oh, gluten-reduced. Yeah. Okay, so. And then our next one after that is going to be an NA hard cider. Oh, that sounds oh, great. great. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Now you're speaking my language. I love that All idea right, a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's an inside joke. I'm sure. it, right? <laughs> oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. so they're... See? No, okay, no, Reavers, no I don't like it anymore. Me, will you please one of those coffee stouts, Reavers? Uh, all right, I guess. Please, yeah, you, yeah. Can have, okay. you can have five and work. That's, yeah, that's the best true. part. Well, actually, I can have one he just and probably not work, part. or right. zero and probably not work. Yeah. Or, uh, okay, hold on. There's that. He just wanted to do that part on the radio. All right, so Hairless Dog Brewing Company, the guest here on the beer show, and as we have mentioned, two tastings per usual. And Ryan, you will be there specifically pouring at each location. Is that accurate? I will for sure be at the Minneapolis <laughs> store on Friday from 5 to 7, White Bear, uh, Saturday 3 to 5, maybe. Big maybe, but. but when you're having that delivery, you know, via the elevated app, you know, when you're hosting a big party, mix in the hairless dog as a part of that mix, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, and you know, one thing that we really like to to get out there during this time of the year, especially, is build your owns too. And we mm-hmm. do allow we have we have these uh, these individually as well in singles. So really, if you want to try hairless dog, it'll it'll be in the single section, and you can. That's you can, actually you a brilliant idea. idea. I just had another brilliant idea, but I don't know if people will do it. Should I share it with? Why? Why not? You know what's, what you could do? What's prevented you, you from? Find someone point. like Hairless Dog, say, every time you deliver out beer, since it's not an alcoholic thing, they can say, send one of our beers with. So somebody can try it, they get it, and because they're already your customer, and they try it. And these guys won't care. They'll give somebody a beer. Yeah, They I gave mean, me two. They barely said a really word. Interesting idea. <laughs> there, there's a, well, yeah, you know, because you get somebody yeah. buying beer. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid of the price because they're getting it delivered, right? They're probably not trying to get the absolute lowest ball price if they're doing delivery or they're... Well, we're, we're going to give it to them. Yeah, you're yeah, already getting the lowest sure, price yeah. of the store. So like, but, a tie, uh, like a Tide sample. Yeah, you, like a Tide pod, but a <laughs> yeah. drinkable one. Not that the other Tide <laughs> Not an edible are, one. Not an edible <laughs> one. Right. See, what you guys have to learn is, you know, we've all been working with Mike yeah, for just, about just seven years me. now. Yeah. Just humor him at first and then go, after you're done, you're kind of separate. Go, damn, that was a really good yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's That's how I you got to learn. think of that. But that is a cool idea. And again, I just, I really do like... Um, the, the the commitment to quality that I can tell you guys have taken uh, with, with this style of beer because this coffee stout that that can't be an easy beer to brew as an NA I, I have to imagine. Well, I'll say this much: um, I'm I'm always the guy who's like, "Come on, let, what, what's holding us back? Why are we, you know, let's get moving with production?" You're the impatient one. I'm the impatient one because to me, everything has to be easy, right? And uh, and uh, Paul's like. Uh, last time we had the coffee roasted, he's like, no, man, I don't want to have the coffee roasted too much or within a certain threshold of actually putting it in the brew. He's like, I don't want it to be over 20, roasted over 24 hours or something to that effect mm-hmm. because it had to be like so fresh when yeah. it, when, 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 when we used it. Okay. So that's cause it, he's an artist. See, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. You are right. playing the wrong key. It's everybody like, we got, play everybody rock Everybody hear that one? Just, just if you say that one more time. Yeah, because he's an artist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But is there is, is there a reason for that? That the the, the twenty four hour rule. He wants I mean, it does it, I mean, but does it drastically change what what will ultimately be the end product? And or is that because you're that stubborn and that's how uh, that, yeah. that's how yeah, okay. Great. I've I've noticed a difference when he has it his way in like, hey man, we should do things this way, and I'm like, no man, let's just get product out the door. 
And he's like, well, let's let's let this one sit for for just a bit and then and then release it. Um, and yeah, you know, he's right about this stuff. It's <laughs> a nice uh, thing to say. You know what? Really quick, before we run out of time, too, Ryan, I know that you did want to mention as we come to the holiday season that yes. Uh, grab some hairless dog and yep. some NA beer for your family gatherings, what have you. But also, uh, Christmas beers are a pretty big hot item for you guys at Elevator. Yeah, right those now. are going fast. You know, in fact, I just today bought a, a six pack of Ch- uh, Shiner Cheer, which is kind of one mm-hmm. of those quintessentials, right? And like we're we're getting low on that, and there's not any more to be had from the distributor. So if you want Christmas beers, I would get out there now. So um, what's the what's the shorter shelf life or shorter season? Is is Christmas beer shorter than than Oktoberfest, or are are they much one and the same? I would say Christmas goes. A little bit fast. It's a tighter window, okay. Right? And, yeah. and and a lot of breweries don't even mess around with it because it's just it's it's too short of a window. So unless you kind of have a quintessential beer that people are looking for at this time of year, it's a gamble. It's try. It's, sure. it's tough to break through with it. So look for those. But the what? hairless dog Christmas ale coming twenty <laughs> twenty. We, we were just looking at each other like. <laughs> Short window, right? Short window, yeah. yeah. Sorry, perfect son. for our production run. Well, even yeah. for the long windows, breweries are getting away from that too now. No one wants to put any kind of seasonal name on their on their seasonal, right. right? So there's no, I mean, outside of summer shandy, which is thing near year round at this point anyway. No one wants to touch summer or winter or things like that. They're so fools. Christmas, especially not. So the ones that the ones that are out there, they're kind of legacy beers, and and they're going to get that pull no matter what. Um, but I do want to mention, you know, one of the greatest gifts you can get from from elevated is a build your own six pack these mm-hmm. things go over really well there's a lot of great beers right now there's so many different things to try every week and we can help you kind of curate that as well so our staff is trained they're they're incredibly knowledgeable in these areas they can walk you through the aisles they can build these for you a build your own six pack a 12 pack whatever it might be you're not going to lose with that gift so if you know someone that really loves beer Go to Elevated. We have the best and freshest build-your-own-six-pack mm-hmm. sections of any stores in the in the Twin Cities metro. So you're not gonna you're not gonna be going in, wrong there. In fact, one thing I want to mention too, because I know we have we have a lot of gals that listen to the show, and maybe they're buying for themselves, buying for a, a father-in-law, a father, or the husband, or whatever. Yep. Six-pack with a taped Elevated gift card on the side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You so will win you're, me over every single you're gonna, year with You're going to try all these beers and then come back and, and be able to, they'll be able to buy something that yes. they really liked, right? And, yes. and with those gift cards right now, really cool promotion going on. If you buy a $25 gift card, you will get a free Elevated pint glass with that that you could kind of, oh, cool. you know, church it up with a little bit. If you buy, if you spend $50 or more, you will get uh, a t-shirt from Elevated cool. along with that purchase or two pint glasses, however you want to go about that. So a little kicker there. But yes, Reaver's great idea. I love the idea of kind of pairing the gift card with the build your own six pack. In fe- oh, go ahead, Mike. You, he said something that it just ran by us so quickly. It's you're curating a selection. No one at your store is going to say, "Oh, you want six beers? Well, take these six. Right? They're going to turn and say, "What does the person like? Big time. What do you yep. think they like? What are the beer? What was the last beer brand you saw them enjoy? And they're actually going to use their brain to curate the best possible six pack because the better the six pack they get. The much more likely they're going to come back to Elevate and say, "Hey, Ryan picked my six pack for me, yep. curated my six pack. I need these three beers." We've seen again. that. How actually, cool we, is so that? We see that all the time. Yeah. yeah. So, and one thing I wanted to mention too, because you helped me. I, I should I should say you helped my wife out a couple of years ago with either I forget if it was a gift basket or a gift set for a holiday her company's holiday party mm-hmm. at Park Nicollet, and 
it, she literally said, I need this. Mm-hmm. And they put it together in about five minutes, and it was spectacular, and it yeah. was one of the most popular items at the Park Nicollet Holiday Party. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're happy to help. We love it. We love supporting local, too, of course, so it's always fun to build just a Minnesota you know, hodgepodge of, For of sure. singles, too. Those go over really well. So come see us. We'll help you take it from there. All right, let's transition back really quick. Uh, we got a couple minutes left here. Hairless Dog Brewing Company, the guest. If people are hearing about this, because my phone is blowing up now, I'm getting texts from people that want to find out more about you guys and where your beer is located. And all, everything's available, I'm sure, online, via social media, things of that nature. Throw all those out there. Yeah, we're uh, at uh, www.drinkhairlessdog.com. Um, and then, of course, we do all the social channels, um, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the whole thing. Cool. Well, it, There'll be some stuff on YouTube coming up soon. And by the way, I know this. I said this last time, but you literally have the most brilliant name in all of brewing with your with with the hairless dog. Oh, I was, I was like Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kudos wow. to your parents. That was unbelievable. <laughs> awesome, but seriously, uh, you guys are always welcome. And thanks so much for joining us and continued success with what Thank I know so is a, a really popular product. Thank, Thank you for having us. You got it, it absolutely. Uh, and they are the featured guest, Ryan. A tasting tomorrow in South Minneapolis, 5 to 7 p.m., and a tasting Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 Yeah, please join us for those. And, and definitely, I think this is one of those things, just like I talk about sample packs all the time, you have to have those for your holiday hosting. For sure. I think a six-pack or two of Hairless Dog is one of those things now, too, where you, mm-hmm. you should have that. You should have that in the mix. Come see us at the shops or visit us online at elevated.shop. For all of our uh, web store purchases. And also, if you want to purchase online, what's that app again? What do I need to search in my app store? If you want the app itself, Elevated Beer, we'll pull it right up, download it, install it. You're good to go. Awesome. And uh, thanks for bringing people like this and, and continuing to do that over all these years, man. It's it's really, I know I continue to say this, but it's what separates you guys as being the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. And it's your your commitment to, to highlighting really cool breweries that are just like this, that I know there's a really good appetite for, for places just like Hairless Dog. It's too easy, man. It's, it's a fun industry, and we're happy to be a part of it. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Thank you, Reverse. You're the best. I am the best. So here's the deal, folks. I've getting, I'm getting a lot of tweets and a lot of uh, text messages. It's Hairless Dog Brewing Company. I, I took a, a picture of this beautiful N.A. Coffee Stout can, and I'm going to put this out on social media. Uh, I know a lot of people are, are looking for this kind of thing, especially this time of the year. Uh, but check them out; they're 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 good people, and they're they're obviously creating a product that appeals to a wide variety of the masses out there. So, thank you so much again to the guys at Hairless Dog, and of course to our friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits for over seven years of a partnership on this radio show that I am damn proud to do every single Thursday night. Michael, you're the best, and uh, we will talk to you again next Thursday night. Please, if you missed any portion of the program, please do us a favor: go online, check out the podcast. You can find it online at scorenorth.com. And we are also available on the Podcast One platform. As I said, we've been doing this for seven years. We're the best. Nobody's better. And uh, we'll see you again next Thursday night. For my friend Elevated and my buddy Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night. Until then, cheers.